look at us being back and stuff after a two-week absence. Yeah, I uh, I believe everybody is is waiting with bated breath for your apology. <laughs> okay, I apologize. This was my fault this time. I got busy with work and it was crazy and it was bad and blah blah blah. So I, okay, uh, I, I let me let me stop what? you there. Let's take it back. <laughs> uh, this time we're going to need a little more sincerity. I was just getting to that part. Yeah, well, I mean, you're gonna lead with sincerity on the apology, buddy. No, I like to come up. That, that's like that's the that's the thing I leave people with the sincerity. I start out with like <laughs> some lighthearted, not... like a lighthearted intro, like a joke almost, and then you finish with the sincerity, with the heart. I hate to be the one to tell you, but that's <laughs> not what you leave people with. <laughs> attention, interest, decision, action. I'm, I, do I have your attention? Here we go again. <laughs> Are you interested in my apology? <laughs> I know you are. I mean, I, not so weeks. much for me, but yeah, I am interested in having you do it sincerely. <laughs> That's for sure. Have you made your decision for heart? For heart? For the heart. For the heart part of the, 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 the heart, you know, the, the emotional oh, part that's coming not up. The the sincerity. No, not the <laughs> 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 We've all made our decision for heart a long Have time ago. Have you made ago. your decision for the magic man? <laughs> <laughs> Try to understand, Bill. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying Try to. Try to understand. <laughs> Barracuda. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. I couldn't be more sorry about this. I mean, uh, I got busy and, and and I just I I my my I, other responsibilities took precedence and I didn't yeah. didn't I didn't podcast and I feel bad that's about more it. like it. I that sounds good. I like the sound of that. Oh, good. All right. I'm glad, yeah, glad and I tried. I wanted. I want everybody to know. I tried. You did. I said, buddy, how about today? <laughs> I could do tomorrow. <laughs> I'll even do tonight. You want to do a late night? We'll do late night. You're like, nah, I can't do it. I just didn't have the. I didn't have the headspace. I didn't have the. Yeah, the, they the really balls. put you through it. Yeah, yeah. We were. It's been. I, I don't like being busy. I don't know about you, but I like. There's a level of busy I like. That's like I'm just. You know. Yeah. Busy enough that I'm not bored, but then there's like the stressful busy level which i hate yeah it, it crosses a, a threshold for sure at some point yeah well you just can't you, i just don't have the bandwidth to think about anything else you know what i mean yeah. it's just like yeah ugh. and i know i wouldn't and be funny on the podcast i mean what's the point i mean i'm already boring enough as it is there's an even more believe it or not there's an even more boring version of me when i'm really busy with work that is really hard to believe <laughs> i know it's like you look at a boulder and you go like, could this be more bolder? And you're like, probably not. <laughs> and that's how I feel about you <laughs> being how you are. Yeah, no, it happens. I get the soul sucked out of me and I'm just like, uh, good afternoon. Yeah, even listen to you. You sound, you sound d- dilapidated. Yeah. Dejected. Despondent. That's- Dilapidated, despondinated, <laughs> dejected. <laughs> that's how you sound. Well, that's what happens. <laughs> Here come the pain. Oh, Carlito. <laughs> I love Carlito. I know. Me too. I have to watch that movie again. I haven't seen it for a long time. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> be careful. It's it's good, but it isn't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like all Brian De Palma films, <laughs> you know, uh, it's like a little too much. Except for the one, which is pristine and perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. most of them, the great majority of them have plenty of good points, but other points that are pretty cringy. Yeah. 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 But that was pretty good, though. Here come the melodrama. Yeah. (laughs) Here come the melodrama. As long as there's a train station scene, he's fine. You know, put the guy in a train station, shoot some kind of shootout or a scene where people are running around a train station. Gangbusters every time. 
It's a very dramatic setting, buddy. Yeah, it really is. I mean, life happens in train stations. <laughs> you're coming. You're going. People are departing. People are leaving each other. They're reuniting. It's, it's all in the train station. Yeah, it's a metaphor. You ever want to just really suckle on the teat of humanity? Do it at the train station. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sanitize it where, first. Where everyone can see. <laughs> There's a lot of foot traffic through there. There really <laughs> it really you is. don't want to be suckling too hard. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's yeah, humanity is alive and well at the train station. Yeah, it is. At the depot. Yes, that's right. It's, right? Yeah, this, you know, this episode is kind of like a tr- metaphor for a train station, too. There's comings and there's goings, and, you know, we're back, but we're leaving. You know, it's kind of like we're taking a trip. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a short trip. We'll be right back. Yeah, we will be back. Just in a different car. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right? In that hobo different. that hobo car where all the guys with their little <laughs> packs are like, you know, in there with the, on the stick, you know. Uh, any of you boys Smithies? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's us. Yeah. That's us getting on the train. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> any of you boys uh, podcasters? <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> Uh, otherwise trained in the chatting about nothing arts. <laughs> I'm a Sennheiser man myself. <laughs> you are too. <laughs> That's right. It's true. Yeah. Guy likes a Sennheiser. I do like a Sennheiser. <laughs> On my head anyway. Sure. Yeah. Um, so welcome everyone to Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite Podcast. Your source for train station shit. A better way to suckle the teat of humanity. <laughs> I've got a guessing game for you, Zumbo. You do? I do, and it's not our usual movie night, game night, theme night, movie night, game night, theme game. Okay. It's different. I'm I'm ready for a change. It's, it's all about change, buddy. That's true. That's right. We're here at the depot. Yep. People come, people go. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's okay. change it up. All right, so the the, the game is... What is Bill drinking now? <laughs> and not right now, like not like right this second, but like between the time that we last recorded a podcast episode and today, I drank a, an entire bottle of a certain liquor. And so you have to guess, knowing me and my proclivities, interesting. What drink I've been suckling on the teat of humanity on <laughs> no. for the past couple weeks? Don't don't twist my poetry <laughs> to your nonsense. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> had real meaning, had real ethos to it, and you took it and you made it about your dumb little liquor game. <laughs> Is it dumb? Is it dumb? I mean, uh, so far. <laughs> but let's see what we can do about that. Okay. So you're saying? Yeah. Now you're a you're a well known teetotaler. Yeah, that's true. Or at least you have been historically. Yeah, for a long time I have. I, you you I totaled the teas. You've totaled the teas like no one I've ever known. <laughs> yeah, for a long time I was totally teetotally. Like That's I just didn't <laughs> drink saying. anything, you know what I mean? But now I'm trying to work it back in, you know what I mean? We got this nice well, pandemic so going Well, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. So you I You got the holiday season. You got the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite time of year, buddy. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Thank you. And so, yeah, there's that. And also we got this pandemic, which is like depressing and you just want to sit around and drink, you know, and uh, yeah, it's, it's getting cold um, and dark earlier. You know, there's lots of reasons for. I will imbibing. pass on what my father once told me about 
problems and boredom and alcohol okay just irrigates those things just yeah. helps them to grow so if you're going full bottle in a week no. and from teetotaling <laughs> to full bottle i'm concerned no no it's been a couple it's been at least two weeks probably three two, two okay all right and you're saying this is a bottle of spirits uh i guess so yeah okay <laughs> 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 it's an alcohol by volume yeah. beverage. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll give you a couple other hints. So it's not it's not whiskey, which you've seen me drink before, right? So sure. you can cross that off the list because I moved right. on. I wanted to try something different because that's what I wasn't, you know, tasting every once in a while. So I moved on to something else. All right, all right, okay, okay. Uh, and it's definitely not Thunderbird wine. No, it's not Thunderbird wine. Although one, that would have been would... fun. Nope. <laughs> Nope, we would have had to cancel another week because you would have been sick and retching. Anything that gets me closer to James Mason, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, yeah, if I had a nickel <laughs> for every time you said that. Okay, so it's not it's a but it is a spirit. Can I can I ask a question to to call the the answer heard of course down you a can. bit? Is it a, a clear? No. Or a colored? colored. It's a colored. Colored. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that rules out the vodkas. Right. Rules out the gins. Rules out most of the tequilers. Right. And it's something I drink mixed with another liquid. I'll tell you that too. So it's I'm not like just chugging it down straight, you know. Right. So it's it's a this plus that thing. I, my my guess is like something real douchey and feminine. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I'm like not going to say cl- you're wrong. Like a white Russian or a Kahlua and cream, like this kind of thing. Oh, that's a good guess, but no. Incorrect. No, nothing like that. But no. am I uh, right Right neighborhood? Ballparking? Uh, no. I don't know. I, I don't know how to group them. You know, like, I don't know how to <laughs> group any. It's not a creamy drink I'm drinking. I'll give you that one there. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um, and it's not a not in the, not in the whiskey's family. Correct. Is it a brandy? No, it's not a brandy. Wow. Although she's a fine girl. Jeez, I mean, a yeah. good wife she would be, for sure. <laughs> uh, not a brandy. What am I missing here? Arg! Come on, matey, you can think of it. Arg, 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 arg. Is that, is it, what, what do pirates drink? Is that what you're doing to me? <laughs> I here? am kind of doing a. I'm doing a hint. It's pi- it's pirate esque. I mean, I I, uh, I I mean, obviously, that's a rum based. There you go. Situation, right? Yeah. So, so you you're doing a like a rum and coke. There you go. See, rum and Coca Cola. That's the one, my man. <laughs> I think it's feminine and douchey, though. Is it not? It, no, absolutely. Yeah, I thought so. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It tasted that way. <laughs> 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 yeah, rum and cokes are like uh, you know yeah, they they're they're a favorite in the sorority houses across the country. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, maybe I soon will be, too. (laughs) I mean, aim high, buddy. (laughs) I always wanted to be a (laughs) tri-delt. Right? I would love for you to be in, like, a a gender swap movie. (laughs) You know, like a Freaky Friday situation or whatever the fuck. I like it. How about this? I got it. Okay, this is great, though. So like old racist white guy, for some reason has to join like the 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 uh, African American female sorority. 
Oh, boy. Right? See where I'm going with this? And they get to haze I mean, them and stuff? I love it. It writes itself. Right? <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, that's great. That is fun. Yeah. I'm, I want to see that. And you would, you would in this case, be playing the old racist white guy? No, I, I don't. I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not suggesting myself for the role, but, you know, no. I, I, whoever. You know, right? I just right. want to see that you know, see the gro- the growth of uh, of the characters on both sides is going to have to happen so they sure. can kind of meet in the middle. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get I it. I get it. It's like uh, Porky's meets uh, well, nine to five. Yeah, Porky's meets. Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> kind of right. That's kind of. I, what I mean, at Porky's meets anything. I'm in. <laughs> You start your elevator pitch with Porky's Meats, and I'm like, done. Where do I sign? It is a classic. Totally. Oh, God. Well, I'm so happy to hear about the rum and coke. Are you really? I am. All right. And you've been doing, set the scene. How have you been enjoying this? You're mixing them yourself. Sure. I'm sure. I I can do that. Right? Yeah. Are you are you just like uh, you pouring it over ice and then yeah. uh, just just going from the bottle? You measuring out your shots? What are you doing? I just go from the bottle. I just pour in a bunch. You're like I want a little stronger this time, not so strong this time, that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess so. I just do it to taste, you know. And you're going straight up Coca Cola, like the recipe says. Yeah, yeah. I no, just no bargain over... basement colas, no diet sodas. I just switched over to caffeine free Coke because I felt like the caffeine caffeinated stuff was like canceling out the depressants in the in the alcohol <laughs> you know what i mean i wanted to i wanted the full effect so i you're such a noob <laughs> such a drinking noob <laughs> like people get drunk on on coffee drinks buddy so the caffeine isn't nothing's canceling out the alcohol right i'm not it's not really necessarily drinking to get drunk it's just to like you know maybe help me sleep. take the edge off yeah take bit. the edge off in the evening and then have a nice sleepy Time. Well, I, I'm, yeah, I encourage you to one day pour yourself one before the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should do that. If we ever, you know, we're, I'm not into, I mean, I know you'll drink any hour of the day, but, you know, it's a little early for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I Look, I, at the risk of, <laughs> the risk of being, the risk of having uh, too much honesty, <laughs> there are, there have been pandemic days where, the cock has crowed, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> the bottle is still on the counter from the night before. <laughs> what do I have to do today? Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to help me do that? Some sort of alcohol, I would assume. Some drinking. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. That's, that's right, buddy. Then, then good. All, more power to you. Well, I'm happy for you, and you've been enjoying this. No ill effects. No, all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guy starts drinking, he cancels a podcast week. Uh, maybe you're not being 100% honest. <laughs> hey, I can just stop anytime. <laughs> you stay out of it. This is none of your fucking business, Zumbo. He's <laughs> curled up in a corner <laughs> with a bottle of rum. Uh, I'm working too hard, Zumbo. <laughs> can't, can't do it today. <laughs> Uh, no that's great i'm glad to hear that yeah cool hopefully it'll uh help you loosen up the old uh what you know what the all all the stuff you need loosened up (laughs) i got i I stalled at all the things you could loosen up (laughs) and i couldn't pick one all right fair enough (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It'll loosen up everything, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. That'd be great. Right? Sure. Loosen whatever needs loosened. Yeah, you need some loosening, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, if you say so. Well, that was fun. Told you. Guys are rummy. Yeah, rummy. That's right. You call me rum- yeah. rummy. Yeah, you're, a, you're an old rummy now. <laughs> what, do you, what kind of rum, if I may ask? Was it a Captain Morgan's? That was what I started with. The bottle I finished was the Captain. I, th- I thought I should go for the like regular. Like You know what I yeah. mean? Like I was like, let me just yeah. start with the regular. There Check are, the old there are world's better rum out there, but yeah. Yeah. That's so, a good one to start with. Yeah. So, and I liked it. So then I, th- I just picked up another bottle the other day, but I didn't get the Captain Morgan. I thought I'm going to try something different just to see yeah, how, good man. how it is. So I went for the Kraken. Oh, the Kraken. I hear good things. Yeah. So I'm going to release. Never had it myself, but. Uh, going to release the Kraken on my liver. Yeah. See what yeah. happens. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Captain Morgan is uh, like Fisher Price style, my first rum. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, like that's how, it, but yeah, step that's, it up, upgrade. That's why I went through it so fast because it was, I looked at the label and it was like the uh, way less alcohol by volume than the Kraken. Yeah. So, uh, so I, and I felt like when I was pouring it into my Coke, I was like, boy, I'm using, it feels like I'm using it awful lot, but I'm not getting a lot for my money here. You know what I mean? I'm not getting a lot of drunkenness for my alcohol dollar by volume hasn't had a drink in 20 years he's complaining about the alcohol volume (laughs) i love it that's some shit i would do (laughs) i love it man yeah i'm so happy to hear this oh good i think it puts us on a a much leveler playing field does it i think so okay good yeah if one guy's always drunk and one guy's always teetotaling can't have it. <laughs> no, you can't. We don't understand each other. <laughs> well, we can embrace each other's differences. That that's and that's what has stood us in good stead low these many years. That's right. And maybe but, that's what happened here. Maybe I'm like, you know, I look at you and I think, boy, maybe I <laughs> maybe I ought to be drinking more. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I am the poster boy for the guy that's got it all figured out clearly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right no no question about that that's right that's exactly right yeah well there is a cracker with some cracking <laughs> i love it i love it i'm so happy i'll get back to you let you know how the cracking is yeah i mean you're gonna tear through that holidays coming up and all nah nah no? still gonna go away you know like one or night. have you gone double dipped have you double dipped on a night uh like you ever two? had more than just the one yeah i did you did yeah you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and have another. <laughs> you say it a little like that. <laughs> I think that was exactly what I said. You know what? <laughs> I think that I shall, on this evening of <laughs> cold and darkness, that I shall mm, imbibe in another glass of this delicious. Tastes like more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Captain. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Captain, my Captain. That's right. Well, that's fantastic. Isn't it? It's definitely all downhill from here. Great. Glad yeah. to hear it. <laughs> fantastic. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to, you know, get on with yeah, it? Yeah, we should. Let's get going. <laughs> let's get going, Drinky. Let's do it. <laughs> Science, math, and geology. Another stuff is numerology. Numerology. Numerology segment number 65. There you go. 
ding, 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 we're retiring ding, ding. the podcast. That's episode 65. Oh my God, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. <laughs> the podcast has reached retirement age. That's right. Uh, Putting it out to pasture. Sit down, old timer. <laughs> <laughs> its age off. is definitely showing, too. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah for sure. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slowed it's, down yes. a lot. Yes. Got yeah. It's, it's sad and it's scared. It's saggy and bloated. <laughs> Can't see anymore. Yeah. All right, well, let's get this one out on a good numerology hour, huh? Let's do it. All right, 65 is the natural number following 64 and preceding 66. Yay! Nice. 65 is the 23rd semi-prime number. Oh, is it now? 23rd. That's a lot of them. That's a lot of them, right? That's not unique or rare. Why (laughs) is it in the segment? (laughs) I don't know. 65 is an octagonal number. Oh, that's good. And also a Cullen number. Cullen? Cullen. Oh, Cullen. <laughs> you Cullen me rummy? <laughs> <laughs> this number is the magic constant of five by five in a normal magic square. What? Yeah, that makes zero sense to me. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled at how a square can be both normal and magic. It, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's a normal magic square. What do you want from me? <laughs> I mean, can, can something else be normal in magic? I don't know. I mean, do I you guess ha- magic the gathering is a normal occurrence for some people. I suppose. I mean, I think you're stretching it there. Come on. What are you tagging about? <laughs> what? I mean, are there like... I'm not stretching it. You're stretching it. <laughs> are there like normal elves and magic elves? You know, are there are there like normal... Well, Smurf, I'm looking for Smurfs a place where they Smurfs? meet, like a normal magic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? What? It, I don't. I, I think of the two as different things, but maybe I'm just drunk. Like maybe David Blaine <laughs> is normal magic. Have you seen David Blaine? Like ever? Yeah. No, I mean, like he doesn't seem like a normal guy to me. Oh no, no. But his, but it, yeah. But his magic is like street magic. It's you know, it's of the people. Uh huh. Uh huh. At least he would say. And that's normal. I, I think it's as normal as magic gets. <laughs> or maybe Penny Hardaway was normal magic. There you go. Now we're talking. Right? Or Irvin Johnson. It's is like magic without his cape, right? Like normal like magic. Nor- yeah, when he's not magic, he's normal. Right, exactly. Or is it is it magic Irvin and normal Irvin? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> but I feel like you're just muddying the waters. <laughs> We got at a place where we could have gotten out of normal magic. <laughs> and I ruined it. No, no. You? Just like I ruin everything. I got to go on. have a drink. Yeah. I. You know what, buddy? What? What? I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get a mind flush in there and uh, and get some rum in you. Okay. <laughs> Do you, uh, quick backtrack. Do you think this will sustain? Are you happy with the rum? Do you like it? Yeah, it's good. I, I don't know. I don't know how long it'll sustain, but you know, okay. for now. But for now. It's, yeah, it's fine. Fantastic. 65 is the smallest integer that can be expressed as a sum of two distinct positive squares in two ways. Whoa. Right? 25 is a square of five, and then you need we got, so 40, we got, so that's not happening. I mean, that you know, 36. I'm getting notes about the length of the segment, so I, ju- and, I just got to jump in here. 36 and... Uh, no, that's not going to work. Right. So it would be, we'll, we're looking at the squares here. Yeah, we so are. So it would be like 8 squared. 64. 
I'm plus one squared. One squared, oh, right? That's right? cheating. That's cheating. Or there's oh. another one. Right? Ooh, there's two, another one. Two like ways, this. right? Okay, so uh, two squared is four. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, sixty-one is a square. All right, okay. again, the length of three, the segment. Three is squared a real is issue nine. <laughs> no, that doesn't get me there either. All right, we had we went eight squared for the first iteration. Yeah, yeah. And and we're just going to step one down and square that fucker. Forty-nine and f- and then four. Nineteen. Right. Yeah, there you go. Seven and four. My man. Woo! I tell you that rum is doing wonders for you. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Sixty-five appears in the Padovan sequence. Not Padovan. Padovan. <laughs> Preceded by the terms twenty-eight, thirty-seven, and forty-nine. Oh, of course. And ironically, it is the sum of the first two of these. That is ironic. Weird. I feel like the Padovan sequence is something out of the Star Wars universe. Wouldn't that just fit right in there? <laughs> I think it would. You're right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? I like it's it. like the Kessel Run, the Padovan sequence. Yeah, yeah. It's right? Or, or the, what's the Star Trek thing? The, the, the test that Kirk has to pass. Uh, in, right, 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 in, right, right, right. In the, Star Trek 2. Uh, right. Well, it's in it's so seven, many of them. Yeah, it's the a Kobayashi Maru. There you go, the Kobayashi yeah. Maru, and then the yeah, Padovan yeah. sequence. And the Padovan sequence. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Spock, what do we do about the Padovan sequence? <laughs> I'd like to take the Kobayashi Maru. I think that would you be, would. Yeah, just you know, with no consequences. You know, like if I'm, I don't want to be like up for captain or whatever. Just take it for fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. To see how many of my crew members I accidentally kill. You don't want to be up for Captain Morgan. <laughs> you just want to. You just want to take. You just want to like. Is it, are we talking about this? Or are we speaking about it? <laughs> We're just speaking about it as an idea. You just want to see how you do. Yeah. Just to measure yourself against the likes of a Kirk. That's right. I want the Kobayashi Maru, the home game. <laughs> Did, yeah, I think it's called Battleship. I think we have it already. <laughs> Did he cheat? Did he cheat? That's, yes. I mean, that's the argument, right? That's right. He cheated. He he he, he but, fooled the or computer. Or he just changed the dynamic of an unwinnable game. Right. That's not cheating. Yeah. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is. But I wouldn't define it that way. So I'm I'm clearly a Kirk where this is concerned. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kirk. Come on. Love Kirk. Yeah. yeah love There's Kirk. nothing not to love. No. What a great character. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, 65 is the length of the hypotenuse of four different Pythagorean triangles. Go, Pythagoras. Yeah. Six, 65 is the lowest number to have more than two. Well, how about that? Yeah. Pretty great, right? Yeah. I mean, Pythagoras is fucking awesome, man. I mean, come on. Get on board with Pythagoras. Well, I'm going to need at least three reasons why you love Pythagoras so much. <laughs> I love his name. <laughs> Pythagoras is a pretty All right. Well, awesome the ju- judges will accept that as one of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume that he had an awesome beard and hair. <laughs> had to. He had to. You say Pythagoras, what comes to your mind? Awesome beard and hair. Triangles. <laughs> But that's, go ahead. That's a triangle, right? The I, beard is, a, is in the shape of an upside down triangle. You see what I I'm mean, pr- you know? potentially. Depends yeah. on the beard. True. Right? Yeah. 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 And then third, of course, is, um, you know, back in before in the, in the early math <laughs> days, you know, he, he did a lot of experimentation with other shapes. So, you know, he was uh, not uh, just a triangle <laughs> guy. 
<laughs> you like Pythagorean's early work. <laughs> That's right. Not just you the like greatest the first hits. few albums. Yeah, not just the greatest hits. I like the deep cuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like the B sides. That's right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Asked and answered. There you go. I think he was uh, he was the front man for the free design for a while there. Oh boy. So yeah, good stuff. And I, I, yeah, I, and I don't don't sully the name of Pythagoras <laughs> by including him with such flouncy nonsense. <laughs> God, such garbage. What are you talking about? It's the worst music I've ever heard. <laughs> I thought you would like the Christmas song I posted that they nope, liked. Nope, didn't like it. Didn't oh my like gosh, it. I can't believe you didn't like that. Didn't like it, and I love Christmas music. I know, I thought you'd love that song. Do you have a favorite carol, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> non sequitur hour. <laughs> I mean, it was a Christmas carol. We were talking about a song that is a Christmas carol. That's true, that's true. The that's song true. that is the Christmas carol. <laughs> We were talking about it, okay. and then I segued a little bit. <laughs> I do like, you know what one I like? I'm, I'm going back to like a very tradi- traditional Christmas carol. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I don't know the title of it. <laughs> it's one of those ones that's like named after a place. It's like the the Cheshire Carol or whatever, you know, one of those. You okay. You know what I'm talking about? I, I mean, I no, but I'm waiting to hear what it is, and maybe I'll know then. It's, it, and it goes like, I don't the words I don't even know. <laughs> but... <laughs> It goes to, like there's a little chorus that goes, la You know that one? I hate you so much right now. Why? <laughs> I've never hated you more. You asked the question. Lululalelolo. <laughs> you asked me the question. That's Hawaiian for I hate my partner so much. <laughs> you want to know the first rule? <laughs> You'd know if you spent the day in your life. You never ask a question unless you know the answer to it. Lulu, la, le, lo, lo. Unbelievable. You got a favorite carol? Yeah, I do. Great. What is it? I don't know how it goes or what it's called or what the words are. It might be, hold on, it might be the Coventry carol. But it... <laughs> oh, okay, It's the buddy. Coventry carol. Lule, thou little tiny child, sleep well, lule, lule. Oh, it sounds very, very <laughs> churchy. And smile in dreaming, little one. Sleep well, Luli Lule. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. No. Once you've heard it, it's good. All right, what's <laughs> okay. your favorite Christmas carol then? Oh, easy. Tell me. Has always been Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Okay, sure, sure. I love the melancholy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I really do. I think it's perfect. It's perfect. It's like, it's, it's like saying, like, all that shit, yeah, we're taking a break from it. Right. You know? Yep. Until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. That's I right. love it. Yeah, it's a good one. I, it's so sad. <laughs> Such a depression era Christmas carol. <laughs> I love it. You know, and they went and changed the lyric uh, from muddle through to hang a star on the highest bow. Oh, yeah, they did. Muddle through somehow to star on the highest bow. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Don't whitewash my depression era Christmas song. <laughs> Do you like the movie See You in St. Louis? Uh, sure. That's okay. a fine film. Because that's, you know, that's where it came from, this song. It's in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Judy Garland and all. Sure. 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 She knew how to muddle through. Snort, snort. <laughs> I'm not sure I get that. But... <laughs> I was trying to do some kind of drug reference. Like she was, you know, doing a lot of drugs to muddle through. I see. Yeah. It's funny. All right, Rummy. 
<laughs> Glass houses, stones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you'd like right. this Coventry Carol. It's very dark and moody. I'm going to go ahead and listen to it because wh- you've given me nothing to go on. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give that a old, bend my ear to that one okay, later. Cool, cool. Uh, moving on. Yeah. 65 is the atomic number of terbium. Ooh, that sounds fun. Alanthanide. Ah, oh, of course. <laughs> Do you know that how the, that little disclaimer after several TV shows is like an Exelon company or whatever? <laughs> That's how I feel like that terbium, alanthanide. <laughs> <laughs> like it like it has to be like it wouldn't be worth anything if you didn't know it was alanthanide. It's kind of right. what's being suggested. Yes. Yeah, its value is found in knowing it's alanthanide. And I disagree with that entirely. I already like terbium. I don't know a damn thing about it and I already like it. You're 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 of the Turb family. I am. I am too. <laughs> it seems it seems very Pythagorean to me. This whole Turb. Uh-huh, right. It's great. It sounds it, fast, and you like it because of the beards and the name. Yeah, and it sounds fast. Like there's going to be some turbo involved. You know what I mean? Like let's <laughs> let's take that periodic table and get a little turbo involved. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're mashing the L2 and L L L1 buttons That's for right. the turbo. I get you. That's exactly right. I love it. <laughs> Terbium is a chemical element with the symbol TB and the atomic number 65. TB. That's good. I like TB. That's funny, too. Yeah. 2B. 2B. She suffered from a case of TB. Tremendous behind. (laughs) I mean. Thank you. Do we have to me too, droopy dog? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like. Seems like he needs to be me too'd. Why? What do you mean? Why? <laughs> he just said the thing about the tremendous behind. Yeah, he, yeah, and you didn't have to make it a she, but you did that. He could have been talking about a hippopotamus. <laughs> you you took it the wrong way. You took it dirty. You're right. You're right. <laughs> or maybe just another dog. He was just talking about another dog. Could have been another dog, which is also fine. Yeah. Yes. Sure. All right. Great. <laughs> my my apologies. <laughs> Terbium is a silvery white, rare earth metal that is malleable, ductile, and soft enough to be cut with a knife. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing over there, Zumbo? Ah, it's easy. It's like a knife through terbium. <laughs> right? Now now I imagine just like a stick of terbium, like a you know, like a long yeah, toasted cube. terbium. Yeah, like a long cube of terbium, like butter. You know, sure. It's like, sure. And a knife, like slowly going through it. If a knife can cut through it, it should come in a in a, in a rectangular uh, situation. Yes, yeah, a 3D rectangle that you can. That's right. You know, yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Terbium is the ninth member of the lanthanide series. Oh. It is a fairly electropositive metal. Good. That reacts with water, evolving into hydrogen gas. Oh, how about that? Yeah. That's fun. What a great way to make hydrogen gas. That is a great. Just throw some terbium in water. Just water some terbium. That's all you got to do. It's easy. <laughs> it's, it's so easy. It's like a knife through terbium. Science schmience. <laughs> what are these guys complaining about? <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I put water on things all the time and no hydrogen gas comes out. But if I had you some terbium, right, I just substitute terbium for all those other things. Boom. That, that's, all, that's all you need to do. Yeah. That's all you ever need to do. Easy. 
Uh, terbium is never found in nature as a free element, but it is combined in many minerals, including cerite, gadolinite, monazite, and xenotime. Ooh, xenotime. <laughs> yeah. What time is it? <laughs> xenotime. <laughs> yeah. This was discovered by uh, our old friend, Swedish chemist, Carl Gustav Mosander. Oh, Mosander. <laughs> yes. I love how excited you get about Mosander. Well, I love it when anybody, anybody who has like a roommate gets, gets to discover something. <laughs> <laughs> it gets so fun. Just his own little spotlight for a minute. Yeah, exactly. Mosander. Uh, that was way back in 1843. So, I mean, fairly recently as things go. Right? Yeah, sure. Um, he detected it as an impurity in yttrium oxide. Huh. Yeah. Yttrium and terbium, as well as erbium and ytterbium, <laughs> are all named after the village of Itterby in oh, Sweden. Sure, Itterby. You've been? No. You've been near? No. Never <laughs> You've been never been to either. Sweden? I've heard, of, I've heard of it, though. I think they had it. Didn't they have an Olympics there, like a Winter Olympics over there one time? And people Itterby? were like ski jumping in Itterby and stuff like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're jumping on the I skis mean, and That sounds like a memoir title. <laughs> <laughs> Ski jumping in Itterby. <laughs> a memoir. That's right. I yeah. love it. It's like, uh, what was that stupid book that came out a few years ago? Fly hunting in the what? swamps of the Netherlands. I don't know. Oh, I didn't read Forget that Forget I said <laughs> I didn't read that one. <laughs> was it the Coventry Carol? Is that <laughs> that's, what you're thinking That's got to be it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, most of the world's terbium supply is used in green phosphors. Oh. So like in green lighting and so forth. Oh, nice. Uh, terbium oxide is used in fluorescent lamps and television and monitor cathode ray tubes. There you go. We don't use much in, of the cathode ray tubes anymore. but Yeah, it's, it's going by the wayside. Yeah. It's but okay. I, I, bet, uh, I bet terbium comes out clean. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure it'll, we'll find another, another use for it. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Even if it's just hydrogen gas making. That's right. I mean, right? with all that extra terbium laying around, think of all the <laughs> hydrogen gas we can make now without all these cathode ray tubes. <laughs> Come on. That's right. So I've, you've, you, we probably have both over the years smashed some, some, some neon tubing or some fluorescent tubing or a, a TV picture tube. Have you ever done this? <laughs> you're just out at the, you're out at the trash field. <laughs> Some people call it a dump, I guess. <laughs> you see an old TV, you got to smash it up with something. You ever do this? Uh, no? I'll, I'll, it's just me, huh? <laughs> huh. I really I'll, thought this was a universal thing. I'll, I'll say, okay, yes, I, I've, I've smashed the TV <laughs> just to go along with you because I'm, I'm curious but you know, about to, where you this get is the going. Pop. You get the poof. Yeah, poof, yeah, yeah. And you get the, like the, you, you, there's a distinct smell and it's just the, it's those gases being released. I don't know, man. I love it. Uh, what I'm saying is I've probably dealt with some terbium in my time. You probably breathed some in to your lungs. From all the smashing of things that I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I highly recommend it. <laughs> you know, there are rooms now where you just go and smash stuff. I didn't know that. You didn't know this? No, you can go. Yeah, they're called a lot of things like anger rooms or rage rooms or whatever. Huh. And you just like, you can bring stuff. 
like if you have an ex or something and they like left a bunch of stuff at your place, you can just smash it all to hell at one of these rooms oh. or they'll provide you with stuff. That's nice. Like old TVs and blah, blah, blah. And can I donate stuff to rage places? Yeah, absolutely. So like... Yeah. Yeah. Most people, that's, that's how they know rage rooms in the first place. Oh, that's good. So with Christmas coming up, you know. Oh, yeah. I just take all your unwanted gifts to the rage room. Exactly. You get me. <laughs> I sure do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make an appointment at that raid room so I can smash your stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and that would be really good for me. <laughs> it's a win-win, buddy. It is. Everybody wins. All right, we got an astronomy situation. Fantastic! Here. I love that. And you know what that means? I do. That means a Messier object. Sweet. Yes, M sixty-five, a ten point five magnitude galaxy in the constellation. Leo. Oh, Leo the lion. Leo the lion. Exactly, that's exactly right. That's great. Or Leo the McGarry. Depends on who <laughs> you, who, wh- what you're talking about. Who's Leo McGarry? Leo McGarry is a character on the West Wing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. For all the Sorkinophiles. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of famous Leo characters. I mean, there's, you got your Leo DiCaprio, naturally. Right, right, Of the uh, in the actual world. Right, I'm trying to think of other like famous literary or filmic Leos, but I can't. Yeah, there I mean there's the turtle. There's that ninja turtle. <laughs> oh yeah, Leonardo. He's a turtle. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, good, right? good, good. You're they good. call See? him Leo. Yeah. yeah, very good. Yeah. You yeah. You bring DiCaprio, I bring a ninja turtle, everybody wins. <laughs> we got all our bases covered. <laughs> <laughs> we got an NGC. All right. NGC sixty five, a spiral galaxy in the constellation, our favorite constellation. Cetus? Cetus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was worth getting my epaulets out for that. I, tell I love it. CDs? You see these epaulets? You see? <laughs> Cetus? Yeah. You know, if Blake was an epaulette wearer, you know he would say them. <laughs> you see these epaulets? <laughs> he would. You know? He totally yeah. would. I could see him wearing them, too. He's very sure. showy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would like to see them come back, actually. Really makes me th- seem authoritative. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I could see epaulets coming back, but they don't have to be gold all the time. You know what I mean? Like, if they were, if they sort of matched your suit or whatever, and or your shirt, and you just had them up there, little fringe on the corner, sure. you know, on the sure. elbow, that'd be fun. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree. And uh, I don't like to talk about them, but uh, our, uh, the king of pop, really brought the epaulette back into popular fashion for a spell there. Yes, you're right. He did. I don't think we were ready for it then. <laughs> we certainly were not. I think we're ready for it now, though. <laughs> don't you agree? I do. And maybe right. maybe it was like, you know, I mean, we didn't know about all of his baggage at that time. You know, Michael. No, not at that time. No. Not at the epaulettes. No. But maybe we had an inkling, and that's why they didn't make it. Like, maybe we uh, yeah. were like a little I, I suspicious. Think maybe, oh, I see. You know, like, I see. What's he hiding under them epaulettes? <laughs> Yeah, apparently it was treats to lure small boys. <laughs> it was like the one glove. You're like, why is he only wearing that one glove? Yeah, well, he's got to keep that hand nice and soft. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look, you ass. <laughs> None of my business. You're push me to answer you. Uh, I have a, a new, a, a little new segment in the numerology because it wasn't long enough. Uh, <laughs> this is a, you is, listeners will know there's a, been a, some world record uh, oh, yeah. conversation lately. Yeah, we got one here. Okay, uh, residents in Mexico. 
entered the Guinness Book of World Records competition with a giant teddy bear. Oh. <laughs> measuring about 65 feet in length. Nice. And weighing about 8,000 pounds. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a, That's a huge motherfucking teddy bear. <laughs> that is a big teddy bear. Right? I mean, how do you even build it? Well, there's a t- tons of people got together. Uh, I have more on this. Go. But uh, it, a Guinness adjudicator spent more than five hours measuring the 4.4 ton stuffed toy at a soccer stadium in the town of Zona Catlan and confirmed it was larger than the 55-foot teddy bear created by Kansas resident Dana Warren <laughs> in 2008. It took a whole town of Mexicans to beat Dana Warren. D- Dana went solo. <laughs> and yeah, and there was a bunch of Mexicans. Dave, Dave, look at this giant <laughs> teddy bear I built. <laughs> fucking, bunch of fucking nonsense. The residents spent more than three months stitching the bear together and dubbed it Zonita Ooh. after the town itself. Nice. Yeah. And I feel like collectively they were like, eh, hey, Vermont Teddy Bear Company, <laughs> eh, how you say, eh, fuck you. <laughs> well, I hope they put it up somewhere in the town. So like it, it was like you know, a tourism thing. People come look at the big teddy bear. There are lots of great images online and it, it it didn't stand ever. It just laid in the soccer stadium. Oh. Well, I mean, it's still pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Some pretty impressive work there. It would be. But I don't think they ever got it to sit up. I mean, we're talking tonnage, buddy. Yeah, that's a big teddy bear. Yeah. Huh. I would have filled it with something lighter. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good... That's thinking. See, that's thinking. Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. See, if only I were there. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just a shame. Guys, you can't put all this terbium in this teddy bear. <laughs> it just won't work. <laughs> so, yeah, 65-foot teddy bear. Who knew? That's Who knew? crazy. Love it. I love the world records, and I love Guinness. <laughs> Moving into some music. We got some mu- a lot of music things happening in 65, in the 65 world. Great. 65 Love Affair, singer Paul Davis's hit song in 1982. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know Paul Davis. I've heard the song. Well, I've, heard, I've heard the song, too, but I didn't know it was Paul Davis or who Paul Davis was. I don't either. Uh, that was off his album, Cool Night. All right. Love Affair. Cool night. <laughs> 65 love affair. That, there it is. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Your dulcet tones. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh, well. What? Do you want me to do a little Coventry Carol? No. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I do not. Decidedly, no. <laughs> Definitively, no is the answer. <laughs> Negative, negatory, no thank you. All right. All right. Sammy Hagar, the great. The Red Rocker, the great Sammy Hagar, re-recorded his hit, I Can't Drive 55, changing the 55 to 65. Oh, now see. In 2001 for NBC's NASCAR broadcast to reflect the higher speed limit. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no, I don't like it. What do you mean, no? I don't like it. You say no to the Red Rocker? (laughs) (laughs) It's the same song. He just changed the number by 10. That's not... Yeah, but it's a little faster. (laughs) I personally don't have a problem with the Red Rocker or the change. <laughs> I'm sure that you. He don't. just goes. He 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 bends to the time. I understand. Yeah. He's malleable, ductile, <laughs> soft, silvery white. <laughs> Can cut him with a knife. <laughs> Does he not bleed? <laughs> Sixty-five is a commonly used abbreviation for the Sheffield UK post-rock band 
65 Days of Static. Oh, I don't know them at all. I don't either, but I think I'm going to look into them because I like it. Oh, cool. I, I'm, yeah. I, I, I must confess, I'm, uh, I'm really not up on my Sheffield... <laughs> UK UK post rock bands. bands yeah. yeah I don't blame you buddy <laughs> it's hard to stay abreast of that stuff it is I mean Sheffield pop I'm all over I get all that stuff but I don't know right. anything about For the, sure. the post rock section For sure yeah Well moving into something that's a little more my speed um Odd Future which is a hip hop collective uh and they had a subset of their hip hop collective called Mellow Hype and they have a song called 65 All right and I'd like to read you some of the lyrics okay. of that song, because they're fucking amazing. Go for it. Ready? Yeah. All right. Bitch. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. <clears throat> Bitch. <laughs> I'm a red camera scanning all you amateurs. Me and my dangerous wolves are running Los Angeles. Dope in the can of this canister, green cannabis. Write mellow hype on the banister. Get my analysis. I like how being anal sits. Tell them to stick to the manuscript. My words, my bond. Like I write with my dick. The night is crip. I illustrate the path that I journey. Can't nobody see me, nor can nobody hurt me. Flow contagious like a herpy at the tip of the slurpy straw that you draw your effective cause from. Whoa. Uh. Whoa. Yeah. Tip of the slurpy straw. Herpy at the tip of the slurpy straw. <laughs> yeah, that's not appetizing. That's pretty great. <laughs> Need a little... Need a little hand sanitizer. <laughs> no, I never want to go to Seven Eleven again. <laughs> Look, are you telling me a, a herpes never been at the tip of a Slurpee straw? I don't. I, I, I guess it, it must have been. I mean, it's in the song. Well, <laughs> I mean, aside from the song, they're just reflecting life, buddy. That's right. Mellow hype is just they're they're not the directors; they're the reflectors. <laughs> right. You understand what I'm saying? I do. I do. They hold the mirror up to your Slurpee. <laughs> And they say, I think you got something a little disturbing on the end of that straw. <laughs> nah, come on, herp. Everybody's got it, right? Do they? Not the thing. Like 80% of humans have the herpes simplex one thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on everything. It's in and uh, like if you've touched a railing or a banister in your life, you have herpes. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll get that. Don't have to get tested for that now. No. <laughs> No, and get back on the Slurpee bandwagon, buddy. Don't let this stop you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about my Slurpees. Well, I'm concerned about the length of this segment. All right, well, let's move it. Let's go. <laughs> let's get on with it. 65 miles per hour is a common speed limit. It is. On expressways in the United States. True. Right? Yes. Uh, 65 is the code for international direct dial phone calls to Singapore. Oh, Nice. <laughs> As an age, 65 years old is the traditional age for retirement in the United Kingdom, Germany, United States, Canada, and several other countries. Sure, sure. And also, in the U.S., the age at which a person is eligible to obtain Medicare. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're sneaking up on that Medicare, aren't you? Buddy? I am. I'm getting close. <laughs> what are you, next birthday or two? No. At 65? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> CVN 65 is the designation of the U.S. Navy's first nuclear powered aircraft carrier. Oh, wow. That was dubbed the USS Enterprise. Uh, huh? Beam me up, Scotty. Full circle. Kobayashi Maru. That's right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 65 is the minimum grade or average required to pass an exam 
or a class in most schools. Oh, okay. Remember 65 I'd being the cutoff? No, I, <laughs> I'd never even flirted with a 65, <laughs> Zumbo. You should know better than asking me that question. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> I lived at 65. <laughs> <laughs> I set up a camp right there at 65. <laughs> I was like, I'll just be here. <laughs> Whatever you guys need. Uh, 65 is commonly used in the names of many dishes in South India. Hmm. South Indian cuisine. Delicious. For example, chicken 65. Oh, that sounds good, I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> Although chicken 65 is well established as being the invention of A.M. Buhari of the Buhari hotel chain, its popularity as a dish spawns several myths about its origin. Oh, I like that. One account claims that the dish emerged as a simple meal solution for Indian soldiers in 1965. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Another account claims that it is a dish containing 65 chili peppers devised by an enterprising hotelier. Whoa, that sounds spicy. (laughs) 65 of them? It is, right? Yeah. It is also claimed to relate to the requirement for the meat to be from 65-day-old chickens. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, now. (laughs) Now you have the problem. (laughs) I see. (laughs) You're such a carnist. You're so rich. (laughs) Still others claim that it simply means 65 pieces of chicken. Oh, wow. That's weird. Yeah. Nobody's really zeroing in on this. (laughs) Couldn't couldn't get to the bottom of it. That's funny. Crazy, right? It's crazy. Do you know of the M65 field jacket? Of course. Of course I know about the M65 field jacket. (laughs) Of course you do, right? Of course I do. I mean, you joke, but you actually do, and let me tell you why. Oh, good. Commonly worn by American troops during the war in Vietnam. Okay. Very common. Uh-huh. It's the jacket you kind of picture. Sure. Um, but we've also seen it in, in some of cinema's most famous costumes. Oh, all right. It was worn by De Niro in Taxi Driver. Sure, sure. Pacino in Serpico. Yes. Stallone in First Blood. There you go. Arnold in The Terminator. Wow. Billy Crystal in Running Scared. Man, this jacket must smell terrible. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker in Ghost Dog. Not the same jacket. Oh, okay. Eminem in 8 Mile. Wow. All wore the M65 field jacket. How about that? Yeah. I remember it being a popular piece of like just fashion in this in the 70s. You know, people just wore them. Uh, sure. Got them from. Oh, the... and well into the 80s when the when they all found their way to the thrift store. Exactly. Or the and then Army people Navy were buying store. them out of the thrift store. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Totally. So that's fun, right? That is fun. Watch watch some of your favorite movies and look for the M65 field jacket. <laughs> it's probably there. <laughs> um, a 65th anniversary is sometimes referred to as a Sapphire Jubilee. Ooh. <laughs> the 65th, huh? The Sapphire Jubilee. You, you're never going to get to 65, no. right, on the anniversary? No, no. Probably Could, not. It's impossible. Yeah, I think it's probably yeah. impossible. Uh, and finally, in the uh, 65-ery, we have an AGM-65 Maverick was a mass-produced air-to-ground tactical missile designed for close air support against a wide range of targets. <laughs> Great. <laughs> What's coming at us? I don't know. Get out the AGM-65 then. (laughs) No, not sure. Not sure what to use on this guy. (sighs) The Maverick. And then finally, buddy, finally. Yes. 
As I retire the segment, oh. we retire the podcast. Oh my gosh. Retirement age. The final numerology. This is crazy. One player has worn the number 65. All right. In my beloved association. Oh, this is good. And his name goes like this. George Ratkovitz. <laughs> Of the Syracuse Nationals. Wore it for one season, 1950. One and done. Oh, fantastic. Ratkovich. Oh, we love Ratkovich. Ratkovich. Got to have him. Yeah. And there you have it, buddy. He's an important figure in NBA history. Certainly to the Syracuse Nationals. Yeah, and to the number 65. Right. Let's face it. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. Love him. Ratkovich. Yeah, Georgie. George. <laughs> George R. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. He's the best. Well, he's not so bad. Good. So that's the end of the numerology? That, that is it. As always, wow. we end with the with the association, my friend. Wow. That was bravo to you for not only this numerology segment, but all of the numerology segments. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for <sighs> Matt Zumbo. You know, it's about time. It's really about time <laughs> that you've all finally recognized the work i mean i do it for the work but you know getting acknowledgement is nice too yeah it is you know to be rewarded and recognized to be recognized that's right yeah very important thanks buddy of course it was great it was great fun half the show at least was always a fun <laughs> numerology segment often often more than half right. <laughs> <laughs> and what would we have done without it we would just sat here looking at each other and that's not very good broadcasting yeah probably talking about why we're still doing this podcast exactly something stupid like that yeah well shall we move on to the other half of the uh big production i mean i'm gonna i i'm gonna i'm a little verklempt so i i hand it to you whatever we need to do here but uh but boy i'm gonna need a minute are you really uh, yeah would you take this is sad buddy <laughs> It is kind of sad. New, numerology this, no more. See, this, the, you wanted to get rid of this podcast so bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, what are we still doing this for? <laughs> <laughs> now you're having the feelings. Now you're having the feelings. Well, you know, when, when you think about things in the broad term, you don't think about the little things like the numerology segment I, not, not being a thing anymore. I know, and everybody loves the numerology segment. I don't know that that's true, <laughs> but I certainly do. And I'm going to miss well, it. Well, a lot of people do. Let's put it that way. All right. All right. Here, I'll give you 17 seconds to, to collect yourself, okay? He gets me every goddamn time. <laughs> All right. This is it. This is the ultimate... Uh, scene we're going to hear today and watch. This is it. You remember that show, This Is It? Yeah. That was a good one, huh? What was that? Was it a basketball show? No, it was like a local, it was local ABC News, like Philadelphia stories, wasn't it? That's not how I remember. No, what was it? This Is It was like, uh, wasn't like hosted by a fella like John Davidson or maybe actually John Davidson. And... It was like uh, news, news and current events kind of magazine show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think of it as being like a, it was like a local Philadelphia TV, like human interest story kind of thing. Yeah, maybe like it was once yeah, a week. Maybe you're right. It was like human interest stories in the Philadelphia area. 
Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. I don't remember John Davidson being involved, but I could be wrong <laughs> about that. Yeah, I, I imagine it was more uh, national than, than Interesting. that. But maybe you're right. Maybe you're Are right. Are you thinking maybe of Ordinary People? Do you remember Ordinary People? Could be. With John Davidson. Could, that's incredible. That's incredible. Ordinary, ordinary People. people this is it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, They're all the same thing in my right. head. So, yeah. Do you remember the, uh, that, uh, what, that's incredible was like, that was a classic. Inc- it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Yeah. I'm not finding anything about this is it on here. It's uh, All right. Well, I'm, my apologies then for derailing. Right. No, no, it's good. We like derails, don't we? I mean, I do. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point if we're not going to derail ourselves? It it's my only joy left in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, smashing TVs and derailing. <laughs> Soon there'll be no TVs left to smash, like the good old kind of TV that you like to smash. Yeah, fl- flat screens don't offer the same satisfaction. No, they just don't. No, they don't. They just, they just, they just splinter, and that's it. You're done. Yeah, there's no gaseous yeah. smell or anything coming and out. And they're actually they're like more more dangerous for reasons <laughs> for, for that I won't you know, get into reasons. It's, but it's like yeah, tell that that plasma, all that liquid plasma <laughs> in there, those liquid crystals. Yeah, you don't want to go fucking with those. No, No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when last we left our heroes, we had the, uh, and this is a while ago now, trying to remember, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thanks, Rummy. (laughs) 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 We were at the hospital, and we had the whole whole wedding scene, and Ricky was trying to get out of his coma, and he was, uh, euphemism aside, choking his Charlie, and... uh, (laughs) And stuff. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he woke up, and Jimmy was there, and it was uh, it was really touching and, and beautiful. It was, wasn't it? Was it? and before that, we remember that that Shelley uh, dressed up as Grace, and he went and he and he closed a sale with that that pervert guy, <laughs> Danny. <laughs> <laughs> And he came in with the contract, and he was all excited. Yeah, uh, this that's all that all did happen. And at the end of that scene, this is where I'm going. Is that he remember he put that lead card, the mysterious lead card, into the lead whacker and said, right. "In you go, little lead card." And we and we were like, "What's he doing?" Exactly. What's that all about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. since this is the last one, I'm imagining we're probably going to find out something about that here. Yeah, this is like when you're watching an hour-long drama and and you're like, he's like, there's too much to wrap up, but there's only ten minutes left. This is going to be to be continued, right? right. And then it, it is or it isn't. Right. But you're you, you always get that anxiety right before like ten. Exactly. Up, how know? are they going to get out of this one? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we're going to find out how they're going to get out of this one. <laughs> Literally can't. Wait. Okay. Meanwhile, deep within the bowels of the shabby offices of Premier Properties... What the fuck is wrong with this fucking thing? Hey, what's the matter, Glenister? Something wrong with the lead whacker? <laughs> it's stuck or something. I don't know, it's, it's been on the phone with the same fucking lead for three fucking hours. Well, I don't think we need to worry about the lead whacker closing a deal anytime soon. <laughs> High five! Don't worry about it. We'll get it fixed when the sales contest is over. Consulting my watch. You see this watch? Fuck you! There's only five minutes left in the contest. And then 
We fire your fucking ass. Oh, yeah? Well, I don't want to work here anyway, so... I just can't understand what's wrong with this thing. Well, perhaps the leads are weak. Or perhaps the lead whacker is weak and can't handle the abuse it gets on a sit. Shelly, what have you done? Have you sabotaged the lead whacker? Me? (laughs) Oh, no. All I did was introduce it to some good friends of mine. Who? Bruce and Harriet Nyborg. Who? Bunch of fucking deadbeats. Never bought a fucking thing. They're lonely. I don't know. They just like talking to salesmen. That's right. We Nyborged the cyborg. (laughs) How do you like that? They'll never let them get off the phone. (laughs) Christ. I think the lead whack is starting to overheat. Doesn't fucking matter. Even after Levine's homoerotic sale, you are still trailing the lead whacker by $299,000. Two short minutes from now, you guys will be shining my fucking shoes. And let me be the first to say, so long, you fucking losers. Not so fast, asshole. What the? Jim, Jim, put me down. Over there, on my desk. Uh, Yeah, sure, Rick. Wait a minute. Who the fuck are... Oh, you must be Ricky Roma. And you must be the dickhead files my contracts and sends them downtown. Why don't you file this one and make sure Mitch and Murray see who closed it? Oh, you got this one in right under the wire. Hey, Ricky, where you been hiding? Long story, George. I'll tell you later. Sitting on top of your desk. Sitting on top of your desk, everything's fucking peach fuzz. Hey, Rick, good to see you. Hey, I know you. Aren't you D-Ray Morton? Uh, sure. Well, that's it. The contest is over. Hit the bricks, fellas, because you are going out. Hold on there, Blake. We gotta take a look at this Roma contract. Uh Uh-huh. Won't do no good. Only thing can save these assholes is if that contract is worth... Holy fucking shit. Three hundred thousand dollars. The fuck you say? Let me see that. That's right. Three hundred thousand. Then we're over the fucking top. You owe me your car. I don't think I... I don't want to hear any fucking shit, and I don't give a shit. Link puts us over the top. Now you owe me the car. But but the lead went... Fuck you, you owe me the car. See, because that's how we keep score, booby. You told them close thus, and so you get the car. I got it. Hey, how'd you even know he threw the car into the contest? Little fucking birdie told me. Actually, a little fucking annoying ass fucking shit piece of fucking kid told me. But you get the picture. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What does that mean, huh? That link puts us over the top, Ricky, huh? What does that mean? It means, Dave... We won the fucking contest. Not my fault. You want to push me to answer you. That's right, Dave. We did it. Isn't that right, Glenister? Looks like it. Congratulations, boys. You're keeping your jobs. Bunch of fucking nonsense. <laughs> we did it. We did, we did it. How do you like that? Come on, everybody. Let's go across the street for a drink. I'm buying. This is going to cost me my job. Well, I'll buy you a drink on your way out, you fucking asshole. Come on, guys, let's go. Not so fast, gentlemen. Fuck, this fucking guy. 
Get back against the wall and keep your hands where I can see them. Who's the asshole with the gun? Don't worry. He's nobody. Har, har, har. Very funny, but it seems my employer shall have the last laugh. Now, I shall be taking that lead whacker, and if any of you makes a move to stop me, you will be shot. I wouldn't take it if I were you. I think there's something seriously wrong with that fucking thing. Nice try. Oh, just look at it, whacking those leads. Mmm, look how beautifully it... One moment. Why is there smoke coming out of this lead whacker? Oh, oh that's, that's not... That's, I'm, that's, I'm sure that's nothing to worry about. No, it just does that sometimes. Yeah. Are you going to let a little smoke rob you of the opportunity of a lifetime to own your very own lead whacker 3000? That fucking thing processes 200 leads a minute, you know? You don't want it? I got 17 other henchmen lined up to take that thing right off my fucking hands tonight. Things. Things, you know? All right, all right, I'll take it. God, I fucking hate salesmen. All right, here you go. It, it's running a little hot, so be careful with it, eh? Are you quite certain this thing is functioning properly? Look, sir, that's the only lead whacker we got. Yeah, asshole. You're going to take it or aren't you? I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Uh, shut up and sit on the floor, all of you. And while I make my getaway, I want you to count down from ten to zero very slowly. No one moves until the countdown ends. Got it? <laughs> Farewell, gentlemen. Nice doing business with you. Now, start counting. Ten. Ten. The lead whacker can't possibly keep going under that kind of strain. She's got a blow! Everybody, hit the deck! ABC. Automatically blown up and cremated. Uh, Shell, you were saying. Oh yeah, let's go across the street get a drink. I'm buying. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, but we got a new stack of leads coming in tomorrow morning, and then it's back to fucking work. Shut the fuck up, Glenister. Can't keep off our backs for five fucking minutes. Why don't you go have a heart attack or something? Jim, give me a lift, huh? <laughs> Anything for you, Rick. Shelly, Shelly, now you can go visit your daughter. Who? Say it ain't so, <laughs> I don't even think that needs talking about. I mean, I think it's just, <laughs> just leave it sit. I just leave it there like a big pile. You don't want to talk about any of it? <laughs> yeah, we can talk about some of it. Like sitting on top of your desk? <laughs> <laughs> sitting on top of your desk, everything's beach buzz. <laughs> And I guess it's because you know, Ricky, I don't think his, uh, you know, for being in that coma <sighs> for so long, his, his body, you know, he, he, he needs to get some rehab. So that Jim was like carrying him around and sitting him on his desk because he can't, he can't walk right. yet. Right. Can, can you imagine being Ricky Roma's physical therapist? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can, could just imagine. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Roma, just, uh, you could just bend your knee. I'm bending my fucking knee. <laughs> Fuck you, Keith.
<laughs> oh man, fantastic! <laughs> <Very good. laughs> you told me bend thus and so, I can go home. I did it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you stupid fucking. Cum- <laughs> you stupid fucking physical therapist. <laughs> I don't care who you know. <laughs> Whose dick you're rehabilitating? <laughs> you're gone. You're gone before I'm back from lunch. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my God. Who told you that you could massage men? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Yeah. What else happened that you like? Anything else that was good there? Uh, uh, I noticed that Ricky called Charlie a piece of fucking kid, which I think is pretty great. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said some kind of weird <laughs> weird thing there about yeah, Charlie. Yeah, it probably didn't all... He wasn't all in his right head. No, well, know? sure. He just woke up from a coma and he's married. <laughs> so <laughs> He's married to Jim and Ginny Link. So it's all very confusing right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> jim and Ginny, huh well sure why not they got they both i mean you, they, i want to be a fly on the wall and and then i also don't <laughs> you know what i mean they both have to be present when the contract is signed so sure i don't know uh oh boy Wow, I, I liked that. Uh, I liked how Grace kind of tied it all together at the end there. With the Nabodi comes in, he's like, "Hey, we think we're getting a happy ending." Then Nabodi shows up. Hey, not so fast. That was fun. Right. And then he gets blown up by the lead whacker. So both the lead whacker and the the bad guy get, get killed in one stroke. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, so that's great. That's it's a great. It's a string of luck. <laughs> things happen. <laughs> things. <laughs> things. You know. <laughs> Um, but so if we were to parse that out a little bit, what, what do we think happened? So what did Shell put in the fucker? Well, we know that. And all right. What? This should be easy for you to answer this. (laughs) What was the, it was the Nyborgs. The Nyborgs and, and the lead whacker just couldn't handle. Correct. Yeah. He put the Nyborgs. They just kept, they just kept them on the phone Kept him on a phone. just overworking him. You know what I mean? Like the poor lead whacker just could not keep up with those Nyborgs. With Bruce and Harriet? That's right. Come on. Harriet and Bruce? They're not going (laughs) to let him off the phone. They just like talking to salesmen. That's right. They got the perfect salesman to talk to. Even non-human salesmen. Well, they don't know the difference. That good, They're deluded. Well, and they're deluded. You know what I mean? Like if you you have someone who's addicted to something and you gave him like an artificial uh, whatever it is. Someone gave you some, some uh, artificial Go ahead. cannabis or something. I'd take exactly. it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> he'd, b- totally. he'd buy them. Yeah, he'd buy it. <laughs> yeah, I totally That's would. That's what I'm saying. So the, the Nyborg. What, do you got oregano in your baggie? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you 40 bucks for it. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> so the Nyborgs are the same way. They just, they, they don't care what type of salesman it is they we didn't say they just like talking to really good salesmen or nice looking salesmen 
They just like talking to salesmen, be they human or artificial. Yeah, you're right. And uh, and yeah, and they just they just you know they poured out a little cup of that stuff in the little cup glasses with the little you know etched in the side sure. and everything. And <laughs> sure, sure, little design. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they sat there and they talked to the lead whacker all night, and they just never let it off the phone. And it got so overworked, it just got heated up, and then then it just kept going and going until it finally exploded in a giant fireball that that t- <laughs> automatically both blew up and cremated Nabodi. <laughs> automatically blown up and cremated. That's ABC. That's ABC. That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with <laughs> it. I mean, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing it. nothing good about it, but there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. <laughs> No, I loved it. I loved it. I was pointing it out. I'm highlighting. Oh, oh you're highlighting it. Oh, okay, I'm good. highlighting gotcha, it. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I also liked how when uh, Nabodi uh, kind of got the idea that the lead whacker wasn't working well, that the salesmen all clicked into their salesman mode, and they that's they right. sold him on taking the lead whacker, and they all did it in that's their right. in their inimitable manners in their way. That's right. that's right. I thought that was smartly done. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> there's that one little section especially where uh he asks about the smoke and george said oh that's not this that's, that's nothing to worry about it just does that sometimes it's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> yeah george george even george is coming through right exactly yeah. you gotta love that right <laughs> and then shelly you know talks about the opportunity of a lifetime to own your very own lead whacker 3000 right and then moss is like just t- fucking you know I, you don't want it i got 17 other guys there's guys, <laughs> guys waiting on this. Take off my hands. I got a problem. Tonight. <laughs> I love that. That's right. That's right. And then Roma. Things. <laughs> Things, you know. <laughs> I mean, as, as crazy as this sounds, that would probably get me to buy something. <laughs> I'd be like, I do know. <laughs> this guy gets me. <laughs> I do feel short one thing. <laughs> I think I'll buy it. There's so many things about things, some, you know? There's something missing from my life. <laughs> Maybe this is it. This thing is that thing that I've been waiting for. Yeah. That was great. It was nice to see them all working in unison. Yeah. I'd like to see more of it. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And I liked how Nabodi, <laughs> Nabodi answers up. Like, he's like, all right, all right, I'll take it. And he says, God, I fucking hate salesmen. Fantastic. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Nabodi is basically the everyman there. Sure. Yeah, it's like if you're if you're if you're actualized in any way and you have everything you want or you can build everything you want or whatever, you fucking hate salesmen, right? <laughs> I mean, because they're relentless. They don't really care about you, right? Right. Yeah. And they're pretending to. Yes. Most of the time, it's like it's uh, and and if you if you have an agenda and you go somewhere where there's there's a salesman and part of accomplishing your agenda means getting buying something from that particular salesman it usually means that your agenda butts up against the salesman's agenda right because like that's right you i just need that one i just need that screwdriver and the salesman's trying right. to sell you the whole box of tools you know what i mean so right exactly and i think that's nobody's problem here he's like can i just just i just want to just give me the fucking thing and i'll get out of here i yeah. just want the thing yeah 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 <laughs> i just want to make sure it's working before i take it away from here lest i get totally. blowed up yeah but no. Well, I got news for you, pal. <laughs> the other big thing that happened was was when Roma comes in and saves the day. 
with sure. his big his big link contract. The the big that puts him over the That's top. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they 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 Nyborg to the cyborg and uh as George said. <laughs> George was really very happy with he was himself. Very proud of that one, yeah. <laughs> uh but they're still short uh $299,000 in the contest. But, right. but then right at the last minute Jimmy comes running up the stairs with Ricky over his back uh, in his two in his um, double breasted um, uh, hospital robe, hospital gown <laughs> and uh, carries him in and uh, where are the lapels <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he brings him in cut to Jim sewing lapels into the <laughs> hospital gown almost done Rick. Fucking no lapels. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) And and Ricky has a great entrance line, not so fast, asshole. Which was great. Asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That was good. And uh and he asked Jim to put him down on his desk, which you you mentioned the thing about sitting on the desk. Uh, and I liked it when he meets Glenister and Glenister takes Glenister a second to figure out who he is exactly. Right, and then he figures out Roma immediately. It's like you <laughs> yeah. must be the dickhead files my contracts. Like puts him right in the box. Yeah, that he belongs. Well, in. yeah, that's what that's his value to Rick. Right, exactly, that's all he's good that's for. That's right. <laughs> Go file this, Mister Secretary. <laughs> exactly. Um, but everybody's happy to see Jim. Oh, I like the point too, where where uh, where Link recognizes Shelley as D. Ray Morton. <laughs> It's like, it's like, hey, I and Shell goes I, with I it. Know, aren't you T. Ray Morton? Sure. That's fantastic. And then right at that point, too, there was Blake uh, looking at his watch, and the alarm goes off, and it's like that. Right. It's like that Casio watch alarm sound. Like, sure. does a Rolex do that? That's what I was wondering. I mean, a Rolex will do anything you need. It really? To. Even yeah. that. Especially that. <laughs> Because I think that would be like really embarrassing if you're at a high end party, you know, uh-huh. cocktail party, and all of a sudden that. Well, if anybody knows about high end parties, it's especially you cocktail parties. <laughs> That's what and I'm all saying. of a sudden that sound starts coming out of your watch. I would think right. people are going to be like looking at you and moving away from you because it's. I mean, like, who's the guy with the calculator watch? Exactly. Yeah, and then Blake would say, "You see this watch? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see any calculator numbers? You hear this watch?" Or buttons <laughs> on this watch. <laughs> I had a calculator watch. Did you have a calculator? I did watch? not have a calculator watch. What are you talking about? I'm talking about I didn't have a calculator watch. You're the like you voted most likely to have a calculator <laughs> watch still, <laughs> and you t- and you didn't have one. No, that's crazy to what me. What would I need a calculator for? Because it calculated. I got I got one of them attached to my neck. <laughs> yeah, you prove it every week in the numerology segment. <laughs> You're quick with the numbers. <laughs> That's right. I loved my calculator watch. See what happened. What had happened was <laughs> Alex P. Keaton had a calculator. Watch. Uh, okay. So I was like, "Well, that seems pretty cool." Yeah. You so know, you had to get one. I got to get one of those. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Okay, Alex P. Keaton. Sure. <laughs> I I I never saw the value of it. Like, uh, I I didn't like carrying a calculator or anything like that. Until well, you could find the value of it if you had a calculator. Well, yeah, you could turn it upside down. You could write seven seven three four, right? And then you could you could spell out hell. 
turn upside down. <laughs> that was the value of a calculator watch. Sure. Or b- boobless. Yeah. <laughs> right? Remember boobless? <laughs> I don't remember boobless. I remember boob, though. You don't remember boobless? No, I remember 8008, though. Oh, no. There was a whole like story <laughs> and like Sally had this and then the, she had, had this many this and then eight, this many oh, this. That's fun. And, and then when you got to the equal sign, it was like, and what did that leave Sally? Boobless. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's it's probably online. You should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you had you, you had the boobless and the hell options right, right. with the watch. It always had some kind of like Space Invadery game or something you could play. Wow, right there on your wrist. Really? Yeah, buddy. I remember. I don't remember the screen being that big that you could have a Space Invader game. I mean, what do you need for a Space Invader game? A screen, a, a big screen. <laughs> you don't need a big screen. No, you thinking you're thinking all wrong about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think you could. I think there was Snake. There was Space Invaders. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, after, uh, as long as it had boobless, I'd be okay. You know, what I mean, I don't really need much more than that. You're, it would just only ever say boobless. <laughs> I'd just be running those numbers over and over, <laughs> trying to figure out what else I could spell. <laughs> Massive equations on glass with marker. You did trying to figure out how to get Sally her boobs back. <laughs> You did, uh, and seven seven one eight, of course, was Bill. That was a good one. I always used to like that too. I oh, I know, I did. Now that now I never never occurred. Yeah, to I me. put that on people's uh, calculators. Uh huh. That's uh-huh. a joke, you know. Turn it upside down. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> They'll never figure out who did that one. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that was fun. <laughs> Calculator watches are they fun, are man. Fun. So <laughs> Roma comes in. He's got this contract. And uh, Blake's not too worried about it because, I mean, that would be an extraordinary contract if it was worth more than $299,000. But lo and behold, Jim and Ginny have been saving up their money for this land purchase because it is worth $300,000, which was one, one yeah, dollar they're over. Sitting on three, they're sitting on 300 Gs, <laughs> and he gets uptight. <laughs> he gets all my wife about stuff like Jimmy. <laughs> Well, she's the uptight one, I think, right? I mean, she's the one who was trying to... I mean, well, he gets uptight about her being uptight well, about sure. it. sure. But I'd be like, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting on 300 Gs. <laughs> Let me just take a shot at this. <laughs> but when you've got 300 Gs, on, yeah. from Ginny's perspective, you don't want to blow it. You know, you don't want to be like... Is this that whole, how do you think we got 300 Gs exactly. argument? Exactly. It's the Grey Poupon. I can hate that the argument. The Grey Poupon <laughs> argument. <laughs> How do you think I got so rich? <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> Sitting on 300 large. Yeah, you got to make that money make money for you. You know, you can't yeah, well, fritter it away. Beautiful, beautiful rolling <laughs> land. <laughs> Wise investments, objects of art, this kind of thing. Okay, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> But it, it just seemed like it was a surprise that they had that. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of money for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, but apparently they have that much. I guess. Yeah. Go Jim. <laughs> Maybe Jimmy's got a little side hustle she's working too, you know? <laughs> right? Could be. Maybe she's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 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 that's it yeah uh, uh i was i was i almost 
double hitched on that joke because I wasn't sure you'd know what only OnlyFans <laughs> I've was. I've seen it on Twitter. Like I've seen you know the 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 sex bots and the stuff that like friend friend you <laughs> randomly friend you or like something you posted for so you come join their OnlyFans. Hell yes. <laughs> but be honest, doesn't it? It gives you a little. It gives you a little dopamine hit, even though you know it's a sex bot. You're like, hey. <laughs> Sex bots. That's a me. sex bot with good taste, is what that is. Sex bot liked my pinned tweet. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I was like, they're teaching them how to like tweets now. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how it starts. Like the tweet, and then you sign up. I like. It does make me wonder what happens. What like? What's the next step? You know, is there is there a further? Like, I sign up for the OnlyFans, and then. I guess that's probably it. <laughs> I mean, my that's, credit that's card the number. Yeah, getting you to sign yeah, up. When my yeah, credit exactly. card number goes out the door, that's pretty much the end of the end of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, God love all the OnlyFans workers. I love you. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Make that paper boo boo. <laughs> but you know, it's all like, what's is what's Ginny doing? <laughs> what is Ginny doing? I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe she's got like uh, just life tips. Maybe, but they do have some kind of a uh, uh, domestic worker working there. Remember, because when Ricky calls them up, she's not there, and there's someone else answers the phone, and he's like, "Just to tell her, wait, 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 to tell her to to thank her. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute." <laughs> so you got to think that's right, some sort of domestic right. worker. Do they have enough money to have like some sort of live-in somebody answers the phone or whatever. I've been thinking about Jim all wrong, yeah, all these that's years. Right. He's doing very well. He's doing well. very well. <laughs> He's doing very well. Well, Ricky also doesn't just pick out some, you know, it's a sucker, yes, but he got to find a sucker with some dough, you know? True, but I mean, uh, look at Jim's suit. What's wrong with it? What is, <laughs> I mean, it's a fine suit. <laughs> you know, if you're middle class. <laughs> But this, these guys are sitting on six figures. Well, I think he's, you know, he doesn't want to flash it around. You know what I mean? He's, he doesn't want anybody to know. Yeah, he, he, yeah, exactly. And Ginny probably has really expensive clothes. But Jim right. is like frugal. And he's like, well, Shit. I'll just get the $100 suit. Well, now they have blah, blah units mounted. They view. do. They have a lot of units now. A lot of units. Woo. Yeah, it's now Link View. <laughs> <laughs> right there by the golf course <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's so they that puts them over the top and they win the contest and and moss still doesn't get it he's like, he's like wait a second wait a second wait a second wait a second what does that mean huh ricky <laughs> wait, 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 what wait, does wait, that wait. mean <laughs> link puts us over the top and roma you know is kind enough to answer him it means dave <laughs> <laughs> Got it. You gotta set Dave straight at every point. <laughs> That's true. He often gets whenever, confused. Whenever Dave's acting up, you gotta just settle him down <laughs> by talking to him like he's an asshole. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Glenister likes it. Yeah, congratulations, boys. You're keeping your jobs, and they get to have a little celebration there. Like, That's great. The clapping. It was like the first little bit of like group teamwork we've seen from them like ever, like since the company picnic. And oh, to be at the rest, right? In a few minutes. Right? How great a time are those guys going to have? Having a nice drink on Shelly. They're going to have a drink on Shelly. They're going to shoot the shit. Yeah. Dave and Ricky are going to talk about the college days. <laughs> Lori Tan Chin's going to come over to the bar and commiserate. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's going to be great. 
Oh, it's going to be a great time in there. <laughs> it really is. Oh, I really wish I could be there. And it looks like Blake might get fired from this, which is also good. He says it's going to cost him his job. So, you know. Yeah. Justice has been served. Yeah, it's up and down. Everybody's getting their just desserts. That's right. Except for Shelly's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly still hooked up to the machine, Levine. <laughs> Doesn't even acknowledge that he knows who it oh, is, buddy. It was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. <laughs> I have to say, prior to that, the, 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 the countdown, when they're all sitting on the floor counting down from 10 to 1, was about the yes. most hilarious thing I've ever seen. I love yeah. it. <laughs> We're seeing them counting down, and then it's, it's interspersed with shots of Nabodi walking down the street with this... This lead whacker going crazy, about to blow up. It was, uh, I love that it. was really fun. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that was great. I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think we know, I think we covered it. I think that's, I mean, that's all that's left to do is the, is the celebrate. That's right. And that's not, uh, that's not, it's not dramatic. No. That's not scene worthy. No. no. You might have a still shot of it as the credits roll, something like this. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there's no scene to be had there. This that's is it. A, end of story. That's the end of the season for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and a nice button like mwah, French, you know, chef's kiss. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. It really it really was well wrapped in a very short amount of time. <laughs> I have to admit. Grace really outdid herself. She did. She surely did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Well, I, I, have, I would like to put a little button on it with a little quote corner. If you don't mind, you got a you have a quote corner today. Yeah, today. Oh, this is fantastic! Is oh my god! We'll find out. I love the quote corner. When you go to the movies, you want to eat popcorn. You don't want to eat hummus. If somebody said it, and you just can't forget it, if you hear someone lecture. Lime juice and chickpeas. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, one last time. It's a little Fun. long. <laughs> <laughs> Goes on a little bit. Okay. <laughs> good. Good to know. All right. What do you got? What do you I'll, got? I'll What'd ta- you bring? I'll take, I'll take that note forward into the new podcast. Please do. Please do. Okay. All right, so this is a quote from uh, the late, great Stanley Kubrick, oh. one of my favorite directors. Ku- Kubrick Corner. Ku- Ku- <laughs> now we're talking <laughs> Kubrick Corner. I love it. Uh, and Kubrick, in, and this is sort of in reference to both the what we've just heard and the entirety of the whole, like, all the, the story part of this thing. And also, I think, our whole podcast as a whole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It goes like this. Okay. Quote, in the end... The test of a work of art is our affection for it, not our ability to explain why it is good. Unquote. Oh, well, a little quick hitter. Yeah, quick hitter. Uh, in and out. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> I don't have to tell you why. It's good because I liked it. Huh. What's the matter? I'm, well, I'm you just know. I'm I'm. You've had time to process. I'm drinking it in. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> well, sitting in it. 
Do you want me to read like it again? Like terbium. I'm I'm emitting hydrogen gas. I'm sitting in it. I'm stewing in it. <laughs> I'm mad you're soaking in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not to I mean I'm not I'm not picking nits with Stanley Kubrick. The man's a genius, you know, in terms of pr- producing art. But uh I don't agree. <laughs> 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 All right, tell me why. <laughs> I I think I think our affection for it, it at least in my case, my affection for it is directly related to my ability to explain why it's good. I hear you. I hear do you. Do yeah, you? Do yeah, you? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I know what you're saying that there's a connection between between your affection for it and the quality of the being work. able to justify it being of a certain quality is directly related to my affection for it. Right. But is there not also a subjective? There is. I like some pretty terrible things. There you go. So maybe he's right in the end. Right. Like when all is said and done, but along the way, don't you like to, don't you like to have people justify why they like something? I, I certainly do. I do sometimes. And uh, what else are we doing? It's not like we don't have the time. (laughs) (laughs) I also acknowledge that, that like you said, that, I myself like some terrible things, or what most people would would say are, is terrible. Um, I was just watching; it's Christmas time. I was just watching some of those, you know, those Rankin Bass stop motion. Oh, those are beautiful holiday specials. I love beautiful. them. I love them so much. They're terrible, but I love I, I, them. Why, I, I such... never thought of those as something terrible that I loved. I just think they're great, and I love them. Uh, yeah, well, the I mean, the dialogue is oh, uh, okay, right, pretty cringe, right, as, right, right, right. Some of the songs are not top notch. Yeah, they were all just like, "Look at this!" <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, there's there's some aspects of it that could have been. Sometimes the story doesn't make as much sense as you would like. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Some of the characters are very uh, yeah. one dimensional. No, I guess that's true. I never really thought of it like that because it's not what I was there for. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah, but but I love them. I love them to death. They made one called uh, for Halloween. It's a it's like an hour and a half movie called Mad Monster Party. Oh, I don't know that. And, yeah, I love it. I love it so much, but it is awful. I mean, it's yeah. nearly unwatchable. Yeah. But I love it so much. So I, I, I get what Stanley's going for here. Okay, yeah. All right. And, you know, our thing here is pretty terrible, but I love it nonetheless. This this Grace thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a pox. But there are... <laughs> <laughs> on on the entire process of telling a story. <laughs> but there are probably some people who have affection I for it. I sure hope so. I hope so too. So therefore, <laughs> we don't have to explain why it was good. Right. Right? Yeah. Even though we spent like a half an hour every episode explaining why it was good. Conversely, we, you know, Glenn Gary is by all accounts very good. Right. And I think it's my favorite of all my things because I do have the ability to point to things that are decidedly good yep, about yep. it. Yep. Universally accepted as solid dramatic things. <laughs> right. Right. But there are a lot of people who don't like it, even despite its goodness. Right. Like you could say, oh, yeah, that was that was good. It's well crafted. The 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 way that the story turns here and there is perfect. You know what I mean? But I just didn't like it. It was boring. It was depressing. You know boring, what I mean? Boring, depressing. Really? I think some people would say sad, that. Yes, for sad sure. Sad people. <laughs> the saddest people on the planet would say that. But they can acknowledge that it's good. It's just not their thing. They're just sad you know I mean? and weak and stupid people. <laughs> Perhaps. 
perhaps. <laughs> uh, no, I'm obviously I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. There are people that, even though it's decidedly good, markedly good, <laughs> there are people that would find it boring or sad or depressing. Or exactly. Exactly. Dark. Like I hear people describe things they don't like because they couldn't see it good enough. What? <laughs> you know, like not dark emotionally, but just like dark. <laughs> it's too blue. What? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. That's a there great quote corner, it. buddy. It was fun. All right. So we do we have to we have to we have to set what? the people up for what's coming. It's not this is not it. I mean, yeah, no, this is the final like formal episode. This is a te- it's a, yeah, we're teasing you this whole time. We're gonna be back next week if you know, if the rummy abides. <laughs> we'll be back at you again next week as yeah. as Glengarry Glen Russ Infinite. Right. As That's Bill right. and Matt. Right. Right? Yes, yeah, so so we have two more episodes at least in the hopper. We right? we're we thinking do... two, yeah. We're thinking two. We gotta do the, the fantasy draft, the who would they play fantasy draft. We as we got some great corrals. That's a tradition. This year, some great corrals. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little sad we didn't squeeze a, la- a couple of last folks into the corral today. I know. I was. I was it was my every intention to do so, and yet we didn't. <laughs> That's right. Maybe next time. And then we have the whole like playing back of the whole season two episode to come also. Right. So there's those two things. Yeah. If you care. Yeah, and then and we'll use probably use the fantasy draft as a we'll have a goodbye episode. Some f- some fun memories. Yeah, we'll have punch and pie. Yeah, and maybe we'll even have a little special party for our listeners I, if you I'm, want to attend. I'm, I'm going to ask you to keep that under your hat for now. <laughs> for now, I will. But I'm teasing it, <laughs> putting it out there. All right, but so yeah, but tuned. definitely two, maybe three eps still to yeah. go. Just to just to just to peter this out. <laughs> <laughs> just to have this thing run out of gas and leave it on the side just, of the road. <laughs> just to leave you wanting no more. And we'll walk away from it and we'll hitchhike into a brand new podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which is going to be great, guys. This is very exciting. <laughs> I'm serious. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. Why are you undercutting you... my genuine excitement for the new not... the new endeavor? No, no. I'm excited, too. I'm looking forward to oh, it. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah. It's going to be great. It is. Yeah. No doubt. And no fucking Grace. And no fucking Troy. And no fucking... <laughs> Wait, no Troy? Yeah, no Troy. Troy stays with GGGR. Oh, man. I'm going to miss Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about that. I thought maybe Troy would come with us. Well, whether or not you miss me, it's not really my purview, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, he's right I mean, about thought- that. I thought maybe we could have some kind of corner where we weighed stuff, you know, and then Troy could, <laughs> Troy could quote unquote weigh in. All right, on, all right. You've you said know, too much. What? You've said too much. <laughs> Put it under your hat. <laughs> no, Troy stays. All right. Fuck all right, Troy. <laughs> Fuck Troy. There, I said it. <laughs> Something you should have said weeks ago, months I ago. I don't think. I don't think that's in his purview. <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that he's not he's not down. <laughs> Troy, go to no. Troy's OnlyFans. Check him out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, go to the Troy Ounces OnlyFans <laughs> page. <laughs> See watch him measure stuff and weigh them. But we are we bit. are definitely gonna need a 
some kind of intern situation. Oh, we, like a real intern, like an actual intern. Well, like I mean, yeah, if oh. possible. Okay, a, f- well, are a you fake intern, that out there? either way. <laughs> but a real intern would be cool. I mean, the fake interns haven't worked out very well. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Well, we've we've only tried like you know a half a dozen or so. <laughs> we we that's how just, interns work, right? We just haven't found the right one. That's yet? exactly right. I mean, I thought we had it with the moon dogs. But that just didn't work just out. Just a tiny, terrible, short-lived, nonsensical <laughs> situation. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Wasn't Captain Lou Albano our intern for a minute? He was, because he, he had the office supplies <laughs> in his beard. <laughs> I mean, anytime we needed to roll up a poster, <laughs> Captain Lou was just right there. It Let me get one of those rubber bands, Captain Lou. <laughs> oh man yeah Yeah. he didn't last long though that's we burned through them you know that's the problem we're tough to we worked them very hard (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. and the harassment is just unending oh my god yeah (laughs) oh my god God. i'm surprised troy has made it as long as he has quite frankly yeah but i mean he kind of keeps his head down especially the way you treat him you're you're really hard on him (laughs) (laughs) no wait you are I just expected a lot out of him. I think is it. You know, I thought there was more there than was there. Yeah. You're you're J.K. Simmons in that drum movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Um, that's who you are. Wipeout. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not right. That's not. It wasn't Wipeout. That wasn't what they were playing. No, it wasn't Wipeout. No. <laughs> Though it could have been. Because that's a good drum song, too. Maybe should have been. Maybe should. Hey, buddy, do you want to go out casting J.K. Simmons? <laughs> sure. Who would they play? Who would they play? Ricky J, Gina Fey, Marvin Gaye, and F.M. Ray. Who would they play? Who would they play? Roger Moore, Sean DeVore, Paulie Shorts, Punch and Gore. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? Are you, you're making a very J.K. Simmons face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. I was trying to think about what where I'd put him. It's hard because he's so good. Yeah. I mean, he's really good. Yeah, he is. He's really good. And he's different in, in a lot of different things. He's he's very versatile. He Yeah, he's been a million things. Yeah. He's yeah. the father in Juno. He's the oh. Whiplash guy. He's, he's Whiplash. That was the song. Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not Wipeout, Whiplash. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I love him in um in the Lady Killers, the Coen Brothers sure. version of the Lady Great Killers. Great in that. He plays Garth Pancake. I mean, I've Fantastic. been a fan since Oz. Did you watch Oz? No, dude, Oz is off the fucking chain, and he was crazy. He was a crazy white supremacist in it. Oh, that sounds super good. spooky and scary. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrific, and I he's, mean, he's J. So Jonah good. Jameson, beloved character J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> That's right, and he was perfectly cast as J. Jonah Jameson. Absolutely, he was yeah, like, totally. It was perfect. Yeah. So where so, where where do you? I mean, I know where I'd want to see him. Okay, but that's I, I me. have I have no idea. So I'm going to lean on you. Really? Yeah. When times get bad, because because though he can do many things, I like seeing him do this kind of thing best. I'd like to see him play Dave Moss. Oh yeah, I would like that. Yeah, you you would right? Yeah, I'd you love know it. you would like that. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be fantastic. Boom. I wholeheartedly agree. Dave Moss. 
There you go. Fantastic. And there we squeeze somebody in. That's I good. love it. <laughs> and, and one of the greats. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Terrific. Love him. Well. Yeah. So nothing's changed. We'll be back next week. Right. <laughs> that was a great last episode. Zumba. Great. So good. So good to wrap up on this. I know. I wish I was at the rest with the fellas Me, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Having that drink. That'd yeah, be great. That'd be nice. Well, until next week, we'll come back at you then. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this and for the whole goddamn thing. We really appreciate it. The whole it. kit and caboodle. Yeah. It's quite, quite, quite an event. It's humbling. It, it is. Really is. It really is. It is. It really is. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it, love it, tell us to shove.